Evening, ladies and gentlemen. TMA Sunday Night Live with myself, The Pidge, and Canadian Darren. Evening, fella. Good evening. Yes, sir, yeah. mate. Loud and clear, mate. It's probably my volume as well didn't really help. But, yeah, new mic, boys and girls, so you can't complain. You can't hear Darren now. Loud and proud, he's here. So, um, let's get – let's get. we've got your topics already um, loaded from um, Woody – and Jim, so we'll get right on to them in a second. Just remember, we are in association with the Watford Football Club, former Players Club, fronted by such legends as Watford Fraser's son, Luther Blissett, and Neil Price Pricey. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash tailor-made players. Uh, okay, so, um, yeah, like, like, I said, um, like I said, Darren, uh, Woody said, um, why was a scum fan allowed to ref the match? <laughs> Go on, yeah. mate, you shoot. Well, yeah, I, I only heard about this uh, this morning. And to me, with the greatest of respect, that's got to be a conflict of interest, right? If you think Premier League, if you've got a well-known Liverpool fan, referee in a Manchester United game, can you imagine the, the mudslinging that would come from that? So I think particularly as the, you know, I know there was some debate about our second, I haven't seen the game, but from, I've been reading and listening to people's opinions and they were saying that possibly our second goal may not have stood, but because I, I was watching your show last night with Tom and uh, the, the third, the third one um, was a legit goal. There was no side in that. So when you get something controversial like that, it just adds fuel to the fire, right? Um, yeah, I don't think it's, it's very ethical and, I mean, the one thing I'll say, though, the one big difference between Premier League and Championship is the officiating is a significant difference. And I'm amazed at the golf. It's it's bad. Uh, you know, poor linesmen, poor refs. So, you know, I'm glad we haven't got VAR. can't stand VAR. But, um, yeah, when you get something like that, that's a little bit dodgy. And if it was the other way around, if it was a Watford fan refereeing up at Kenilworth Road, I'm sure they'd be pretty ticked off too. So... Yeah, not happy about that. Didn't think it was very, uh, very fair at all. Yeah, exactly. And then that's like Yawns TV, Mr. Remnant. If you get over to Yawns TV and subscribe to his channel, he says, whilst wearing an orange shirt, we'd love to know if that was the choice, because if it was, then uh, it was a deliberate provocative. I mean, a lot of people were joking. Oh, look, he's got his looting shirt on. And then we realise he's a scum fan anyway. Um, we can't really, you know, blame it on the fact that we were poor defensively for two of those goals and we got they got lucky with one but you know there is fine lines in football and there is crucial decisions that I thought um, be it another day uh, Tom made a good point yesterday though that our goal could have easily been chalked off the Pedro goal uh, if it was VAR so um, yeah you can look at it some ways as swings and roundabouts as well but it just adds a more of a bit of taste in the mouth when you realise uh, he's a scummer and um, look Mark Clattenburg or Twattenburg, as I used to call it. He's a Liverpool fan, apparently. Um, and he's officiated a lot of the um the couple of Merseyside derbies, I think, and also uh um a lot of the Everton games. And a lot of Evertonians would say, you know, why is a why is a um copite um refereeing our games? But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. The, the standard referee, especially that twat last week with the uh, the bloody Alice band. Don't know what he was. He fancied himself something rotten, didn't he? Um, yeah, Pete or you on TV saying also the penalty appeal. Um, certain quarters of it, I'll get you. Uh, yeah, firstly, before I add my fifty pence, mate, what do you um, what do you reckon of that penalty appeal as well? So, so unfortunately, Peter, I, I haven't seen any of that yet, mate. Normally, I've been lucky. I think 
four of the games this season have been shown live in Canada. And the Middlesbrough game, actually, will be live on Tuesday night as well. But this one I haven't had a chance to see. But I've heard a few folks say about a penalty appeal. So it's, I don't know, mate, it, it, it's such a tough one. I mean, like I say, I'm just so literally amazed at the, the level or the lack of level of officiating in the championship. I thought it would be pretty, you know, because to my mind, if you be, if you become a very good ref in the championship, then you've got a great chance of getting that promoted promotion up to the Premier League, right? But yeah. But I mean, as I've said as well, at the end of the day, Watford yesterday, regardless from what everyone has said, were just not good enough. And, you know, you can point to a few, you know, it's easy to look at various excuses, but but for me now, I'll be honest with you, mate, I, I'm I'm quite disillusioned with what's going on at the club. Um, an example would be yesterday, QPR had Laird, who would have been perfect for us. Um, we've ended up with Gaspar, and I have no doubts that Gaspar's a good player, but it's not working in Rob's system. For me right now, we're screaming out for a right wing back, and the club have not backed the manager. What's the point in hiring a, a forward-thinking young manager who you know likes to play a back three, at the minute is reverted to a back four, and they're not supporting him. And mm. Duxbury can say what he likes. They're letting him down. They're letting him down big time. And, and, and yesterday, as far as I'm concerned, part of the reason we lost yesterday was very much at the feet of the owners because, you know, don't get me wrong, Bitch, the Pozos have done amazing work for this club. The stadium and the training centres, world class. But when it comes to appointment of managers, I mean, we we now hear the horror stories of Ranieri and Hodgson and how amateur and, and backward that bloody well was. Well, now with the recruiting, I mean, Manai, Ray Manai doesn't look like the man. We've recruited two players that aren't fit and ready to go. Yes, Chowdhury was. I'll hang, hang out on that one. Chowdhury, and Chowdhury looks quality. I think he's a tremendous player for us. And I think... Uh, you know, young Spreer does too. But right now, mate, they're not backing him. They, for me, we've got to get another. We've got to get a right wing back in. Still another centre forward. There's still talk of uh, if Southampton who are looking to bring in another forward. There's still a strong link with us and Adam Armstrong, which I think would be great. Mm. But we need right wing back. We, you know, for Rob to play the way he wants to play, we're too slow at the moment. We're just not a fast forward. You know, we're not a fast team. And people like Gaspar just keep playing sideward passes. It's killing us. So, anyway, I'll shut up, give you a chance to speak. No, 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 no mate, because you know what I'm like. If I start talking, mate, you won't get a chance. But, no, I, I echo what you're saying that the uh, – and what birthday – I should just say a big happy birthday um, yesterday to Gary Iron as well, and he's put up a good point here. He says, I feel that we have to get behind the manager as us fans are so used to having different managers every four months and we we as fans have to change. Let's hope the owners back him in the transfer window. And it's similar to what you were saying, that the um, Pozzos really need to back him. And, you know, with the likes of Gaspar coming in, which actually I think he's a really good player, but he just hasn't shown it yet for for us. Maybe he's more of a fullback than a wingback. You know, he doesn't, like you said, with Laird, should have come, you know, more of a more adaptable in um, Rob's formation and probably would have settled a bit more. I'm I'm still a bit annoyed that Ngakia don't get a run out and see what he, he can do. I'm not saying he's necessarily going to be better than Gaspar, but we never never really know. Um, but, yeah, plenty of people coming on. Um, like I say, you answered also the penalty appeal. Evening, Caroline. Said evening, everyone. Um, 
Hulk's on the obviously on Woody's um comment about the scum scum ref. Um saying in all fairness, QPR hate him as well, but honestly he's gonna sway things against us before them. Um and also Yord saying with Gary I and the birthday boys, um fantastic comment he says what Gary said. Caroline with the transfer winner closing in four days. Do you really think we will retain at Saar and Joel Pedro? I'll come to you straight away in a minute uh, with that, Darren. This is um, also Halsey, um, your number one fan. This is we need transfer window to close. Stop all the uncertainty about moves. We've kept going to the end yesterday, which was good to see. Yeah, no, that's certainly a positive. Um, yes, they usually we give up and we've certainly seen a lot of hard work and we had a good go. Uh, we need to start in Gakia or a new right back, right wing back for some Elliot evening, Elliot. Um, yes, yeah, so on Caroline, uh, yes, good point, Elliot. And um, on Caroline's point, it said, with the transfer window closing in four days, do you think we will retain Sartre and Gel Pedro? Do you think that's it now? We've got them to at least January. Uh, I really hope so, Pedro. I really do. Um, I'm not, I, I would say I'm 80% confident right now. And my big fear all along this window has been that we'll lose maybe at least one of them right at the end of the window and it won't give us time to get somebody in and like i say for me the recruitment at this club i'll jump back a couple of years after we got i know we got beat in the cup final but we had that fantastic year where we finished i can't think where we finished about 12th it's our best finish and then that summer we got in uh, uh the lab we signed from west brom who then went on to west ham but the, the, yeah Dawson, Dawson. That's it, yeah i think that and it was an already aging squad. And we virtually, that, that summer, the club with the FA Cup run would have made a lot of money. They didn't invest it. And they really did leave uh, Gracia, you know, behind the eight ball. Uh, and, and I remember, and there was also that issue about players not being paid. Uh, there was some sort of financial payment due to the players that didn't come through. And it was chalk and cheese. Because if you think the year before, opening day against Brighton, we beat them 2-0, played them off the park. We looked fantastic. Following year, um, the Brighton again, we got thumped 3-0 and the team looked so lethargic. And it's gone on from there. And right now, they've got this great young manager who's clear the players like him. They really appreciate his forward thinking and sitting down and reviewing the game all the time and talking to players. They're not backing him. You've got to back the guy if you want success. At the end of the day, we're seventh and we haven't played that well yet. You know, we, we really haven't played. We haven't dominated a single game yet. So it's clear that there's... Overall, there's enough ability in the, the overall squad to do, to be there for a promotion push, but they've got to get somebody in on right wing back. And going back to Caroline's question, I think we might lose uh, Pedro. I still do, which would be a crying shame because he looked, from what everyone's saying, he looked sharp yesterday and he looked like he wanted to play. I mean, and Saar, which is great. So, you know, at least the lads turned up with their head in the game. So, fingers crossed. Mm. What you yeah, think? yeah. Um, fingers crossed. Obviously, we don't, we don't lose them. But yeah, if we're going to lose one of them, it'd probably be more, more Pedro than thing. But look, fingers crossed. Not many days ago to the transfer window, so let's hope that all goes. Um, yeah, Dave. Evening, Dave. He says we should sign McGoldrick from Derby or Dwight Gale from Stoke. Dwight Gale's just signed for Stoke, so I doubt that he'll come yet. Um, but we need a proper goal scorer and get Kiko back. Kiko won't come back, mate. It's a shame, but I don't think he'll come back. And plus, Del Boy. Um, from Udinese, I don't think that um, he'll come back either. It's the championship. He's not going to drop from Udinese, I don't think, mate. It's good, very good, very good shouts, though, Dave. Um, they'll be fantastic. We can sell on all three of them, but I don't think they'll happen. He is what we need at this level. I certainly agree with that. All three of them, we certainly need something like that at this level. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with that. He's also said 
go for it and get Clark Harris from Peterborough. We need goals. Certainly Clark Harris would be more realistic than the other three, but yeah, it definitely. Um, loving the chat, guys, and Darren loud and clear. Yeah, he's, I told you he's invested in a new mic. It's getting there, mate. So, um, yeah, fantastic. It's from Mr. That's from Captain Caveman. Evening, mate. Um, Halsey's also... Yeah, sorry, mate. Go on, go on. Go on, mate. Um, no, I was just saying thanks to Captain Caveman. I'm glad to hear it's coming through okay. Yeah, it's also... Sar needs to make presence known through. Um, he seemed a bit anonymous yesterday. Uh, yeah, um, what did you make of Sar yesterday? What I've made of Sar this season again, I still feel that Everyone's always saying about the quality of this guy in the training field, and I have no doubt about it. But he, has, he doesn't, he hasn't done it for a couple of years. He doesn't impose himself on games enough, Pidge. You know, it's clear this guy is a phenomenal talent, but he seems to play within himself. And I would rather, I'd love to see him be given more of a free role to just sort of, because he could do so much damage, and I don't think he does, and I think he plays within himself too much. So I think Ian's bang on there, you know. Um, he needs to get the shackles off a bit more and, and just just have a free run. Uh, that would be, you know, he, he can do a lot of damage, but he doesn't seem to. So I think that's a fair comment. Mm, definitely. Right. Okay, let's get on to the next topic. Um, we've got Moudinho coming on about 20 past uh, to give his assessment on a second win for the women's team. Fantastic. Um Win for them. I'll let, uh, that's all I'm, that's a bit of a spoiler for what's coming up at 20 past. So I'll let Moves, um, Delving a bit more deeper into that, but um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well done to the women team today, right, Jim? Um, yeah, that's a fantastic point. Post from Jimmy says, Does our recruitment and scouting network need an overall um, recruitment scout need overall uh, recruitment in general in the past three seasons has been more hit and miss? Um, the overhaul, sorry, overall, yeah, overhaul, he means, yeah, do, do you think it needs an overhaul? this whole scouting network. I certainly believe that, but I'll let you answer that first, mate. Yeah, no, totally. I think this is the thing that's just becoming a bit of a broken record now. You know, I, I want to believe Scott Duxbury. I don't have any hate for him or anybody at the club. I want to believe in the board, but, you know, they're promising things and they're not delivering. And if you're not going to deliver, don't bloody well offer them in the first place. You know, they were saying they were going to do things different. And Jim's right. It has been three years now. We're, probably for every one success, we have five or six failures. And for a club that, that, you know, we're told sets its sights on promotion back to the Premier League, you've got to get better recruitment than that. And this is the thing, what amazes me as fans, so many fans look around and look at the players available out there. And the lad at Peterborough is a great example. And we can see that. And we're not scouts, but we're just football fans. We can see these are potential signings that would be fantastic for the club and they go and get somebody not being funny like Bayo. Bayo, you know he runs around a lot but he doesn't really create much and neither does Menard and, and it's just disappointing right it really is there's, there's a lot of talent out there and uh, uh, for me well it's even when the, apparently the, at the, at the close of the sorry at the opening of the window the right wing back that Rob had at Forest Green um he didn't rate him enough to come up to this level. So I can understand that. But for me, no, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, just a, just frustrating, mate. That's all. And must be, I, I can't imagine how Rob, Rob Edwards puts on a very good face, right? So I'd love to know what he's really, truly thinking. 
Mm. Yeah, definitely. You know, look, I'll put it out there right now. I did say around the transfer window, but I'm certainly going to give him a minimum 10 to 15 games before I give a true assessment of how I think um, Rob's tenure is uh, so far. I think once we get the transfer window out of the way, we maybe get one or two more players. The two or three players that we've got in there, you know, with the, the likes of loser coming back fit as well, then we'll probably get a much more better assessment of how we're getting on. Um, it is a very frustrating that we sign these players and they're not ready yet. Um, that's I think that's what's really frustrating a lot of people as well. And uh, I think the overhaul in the recruitment, I think it's where we're looking, not necessarily the scouts. It's where the scouts are looking. You know, we should be looking in the lower leagues as well and picking out Absolutely. gems. Which we, we said this every we say this every week. It's getting boring now, but that's where where it needs to go. And um, Jim, it's a fantastic question, mate. And I d I do think that it needs a little bit of a overhaul. Um, Mr. Greg Theaker's back on evening, Greg. Um, we will definitely get you on the show, mate, in another week or so. One hundred percent. He's been messaging me on Twitter, and he's always around the um the spaces. And just a big plug to um the uh, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes boys. Straight after every game, they put out a Twitter space. So if you can hop on over to um, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes on Twitter and have your say at full time, that'll be brilliant. Um, I do try and get on that and um, go for my usual monologue uh, for about two or three minutes um, to let everyone else have a go after. But yeah, honestly, get on over to um, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes on Twitter space and on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, good friends of the show. So yeah, definitely. Uh, right, yeah. So he says, no thanks, Clark Harris. He's a number nine. We have Davis, Bio, and Menage. Um, who play there. We need a fox-in-the-box striker. He's also set two or three other ones. He says, we need a right wing-back urgently, a midfielder controller game, and a poacher-type striker. It's also said, we 100% don't need the Peterborough stri uh, striker, Clark Harris. Um, isn't the sort of striker we need. Mudinho is getting ready. He'll be on very, very shortly. Um, need a settled injury-free squad for Rob to work with. Yeah, no, I mean, that just touches on what we've been saying about yeah. House. And um, Davis, I mean, once we get them in the squad, that will certainly give us a bit more balance. Certainly a right wing back. Um, loser, I'll be looking at an attacking midfielder as well. Someone who could really um, twist the game, I'd say. I mean, Chowdhury's trying to operate both. both, And Kiembe's trying his best, but it's just just not working as a two. I think we need a three in midfield here. Um, so, yeah, with three, four, three is probably the best thing I'm looking for. But... Um, yeah, is there any is there anyone in the lower leagues you've been looking looking at? And we, we you know we touch upon this pretty much every single week. But is there yeah. anyone apart from Clark Harris? Unfortunately for me, there, mate, I don't really get a lot of access to the lower leagues. Um, but what I will say is, and I've said this for years, lower leagues and also Scotland. You know, th there's talent out there. It has been for years. And and just on that, the whole thing with Rob, the one criticism I do have of Rob Edwards, and it's it's early days. But his substitutions every game are far too late. A player needs to be on at the very latest, the 70th minute, ideally the 60th. Yeah. And I still I've said this before, I don't know why managers, when a game's kicked off, sometimes it's pretty obvious 15 minutes in that the, the format isn't working. Why people wait till half time, I don't know, you know. And with these days you've got the five subs on the bench. If your formation's not working, sort it out after 15, 20 minutes. You could you've got you know. You've got that window now and you've got these extra players. So to me, that's the one thing he's got to really improve on because to be fair to Bayo, bringing anybody on on 82 minutes is not its not fair on the player and it's its not fair on us fans as far as I'm concerned. But, mm. uh, you know, 
No, what Greg was saying there was true. That you know the right wing back, midfielder, and and, and the forward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely right. Well, as indeed us as the queue is uh, Moudinho, evening moves, uh, lights, uh, lights, shade and all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, antique, antique is in the building. My favourite, one of my favourite Canadians is on. Hey, hey, how are you, mate? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. How you been? Good. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, you're an old man. You're an old man. Far, far, far too long. Uh, up the ride, up the rough riders, up the rough riders. Sorry, mate. He knows it. He'll know what I'm on about. <laughs> oh, I support that as well. Up the rough riders. <laughs> I got a win on Friday night, so I'm in a bit or sat early hours of Saturday morning now. I'm very delighted. Um, hello, everyone. Hello, I'm back again. We too. We too. Hello. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. It's been a great day, mate. It's been a great day, Pidge. I've got to be honest because. Um, Oh, it has. It's been great. I've had, I had to lay in this morning. <laughs> That's not the reason. Um, the Golden <laughs> Girls made it two from two. Unbelievable. They made it two wins out of two today. A great 2-0 away win down at Bridgewater United, formerly or formerly known as Yeovil. Um, goals from the skipper, Helen Ward, uh, in the first half. And then right at the death, just to make sure the points were coming home, uh, Fran Alley. Popped up in the 93rd minute with a lovely little scuff tap in the or shot from I got from <laughs> the rest I got from Aiden um, to say uh -huh. that the game was done and dusted. So um, delighted with that, absolutely delighted. So I've just got something on my screen. What's going on there? Blimey. I mean, do apologise, lads. Um, so yeah, two from two, home win and the away win, the clean sheet as well today. Can't ask anything more than that. That is what we want um, as the girls look to bounce straight back up, back into the championship for uh, for another season. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a game now for, what is it, a couple of weeks? Is it a couple of weeks? Hang on a minute, I've got my brains now. Yes, a couple of weeks. Um, they go back into action on September the 11th, uh, which is at home, or what we call... Um, oh, yes, hang on a minute, Mr. Hart. Ah, Cinder's number two's on, Mr. Hiles. Hello, mate. I'll, I'll see you on Mixcloud in a little while. <laughs> Pidge, if you're wondering what that's about, I'll explain later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, Pidge. That's, um, that's a Cali nickname. That's a Cali nickname that we, me and Ian have been given. Um, quite funny as well, it is, I've got to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, good to see Cinder's number two on. Um, yeah, so like I was saying, the girls now go back in, uh, they've got a week or so off. Um, due to some international call-ups. Uh, and then they go back on September the 11th in a cup game over at our new home, Groves and the Vale, or as we all know it, Wheelstone FC. Um, two o'clock kickoff. Uh, tickets, I think, have, I think, or if they haven't gone on sale yet, they're going on sale probably in the next day to week or so. Um Please, guys, come down and support the girls because it is they're on a high at the minute, they're an absolute high. Uh, like I say, this is a cup game that they're going to be playing in. Um, it'll do it's sort of a what's the best way to describe it? It's kind of like a qualifier for two cups. It's basically the winner goes into one cup and the loser drops into another cup, as you can understand that one uh it's very baffling how they do things in the women's system it's it needs an overhaul basically um so yeah like i say that kicks off at two o'clock on september the 11th um so guys and girls if you've got nothing to do that day please please come down cheer the girls cheer the girls on they do appreciate all the support 
bring kids down as well because they, you know, the kids now with all the lockdown rubbish gone, with all the restrictions gone, they are allowed to sign or they're allowed to sign match day programs and have a few photos as well. So if you want to come down and get a chance to meet the players, best way to do it. Come down, wait till after the game, they come around and sign or they sign match day programs and everything. Um so yeah, like I say, September the eleventh, two o'clock kickoff, uh Groves of Park, aka Willstone FC, come down. It is uh it is a great day out. Plenty of parking as well. You don't have to oh that's the other thing, don't worry about the parking. There is plenty, plenty of parking down there. Brilliant, mate. As well. mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, right. hop on over to Twitter, um, Watford Women, Facebook. Um, we we'll obviously will be posting up the latest fixtures. We'll get Moodinho on as much as the budget will stretch it to um, let you know every every Sunday possible with the latest women's news. So yeah, no, fantastic, mate. Any way we can promote promote the Watford Women, we'll certainly do so with with the help of your good indeed. self. Sir. Oh yes, indeed, indeed. I just want I just got to say a, a shout out because there was yep. uh, when I heard today's attendance, there was quite a few Watford down there. So. To all the people that live in that area, well done for getting down there. But above all, and I know he's still on his way home, Aidan Johnson, well bloody done for getting your train all the way there and is currently on the train home. Um, I wish I could have gone today, but I couldn't. <laughs> I had other stuff on. Um, I'm gutted. Um, you go every week, mate. So I think one yeah. or two weeks is, um, we'll let you off for that, mate. Yeah, even the girls said that to me last week. They'll let me off this week for not going. Um, but yeah, fair play to Aidan. He went down there, um, sung his heart out. He was keeping me updated with all with what was going on. Quite entertaining at one point because I couldn't half, half of it I couldn't keep up with. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just a bit. Um, you should get Cinder's one on every week. He's a t- <laughs> thank you, Mister Harles. That's very kind of you, Cinder's number two. Thank you very much, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I say, big shout out to him because he's made the long journey down there, on a, especially on a train on a bank holiday weekend. You don't normally see something like that. No. So uh, he's uh, yeah, he's done. The, the boy's done good. Yeah, done very good. Fair play, Aiden. Well done, mate. A big shout out to Aiden there from Moodinger. Yeah. yeah, no, cheers, Moobs. Um, you so are we'll, um, yeah, no, definitely, mate. We'll see you in a see you in a week or so. But yeah, personal message me over that uh, very shortly, mate. Of course, of course. Yeah, like I say, there's no there's no game next week due to some due to the international break type thing that they uh, they've got going on. Um, that's all like the home nations are playing. So um, they were meant to be at, Watford were meant to be having a double header. They were meant to be away on Tuesday, which was going to be a fixture clash with Middlesbrough at home and the men. And then they were meant to be going to Ipswich next Sunday. They've both been called off. So oh, uh, we are waiting news on rearranged dates, although. I have been told one, but I'm not allowed to say anything, unfortunately. I know one of them, but I've been told I'm not allowed to say anything because the club have got to announce it. So, Fair enough, isn't it? Watch the socials. (laughs) Watch the socials. You know you want to. Yeah, All right. Thanks, Moobs. I'll let you go. Thank you ever so much, mate. It's a pleasure as always. And thank you for promoting the women and doing what you do for the uh, women's game, mate. Ah, you're welcome, mate. You're welcome. Glad to be on. And uh, hello and goodbye to my one of my favourite Canadians. So, like I say, mate, like, like I said, to, actually, just before I go, you're I gone. said the other week on Facebook, 
it does look like next year it's going to happen. Excellent. It looks like I'm coming Good. over next year. So I've got to sort some bits out, but it's looking positive. That's brilliant, mate. That's brilliant. Yeah, I will, uh, I'll be touching back down on those shores again. So I can't wait. <laughs> that's, that's right. That is fantastic. Well, keep me in the loop. Yes, I will. I will. I will. I will let you know as and when I know dates and everything. Just sorting out some bits over here and everything, and tying up with family. So, cool. Oh, right, mate. See you later. Right. See you later, moves. Godspeed, yep. mate. See you later. Yeah, I'll catch you later. Have a good week, boys. Cheers. Right, that's Moobdino. Fantastic. Cheers, mate. That was absolutely amazing promotion from um, Moobs. Um, him, Aiden, Ross. Danny, um, plenty of others don't get the credit they deserve for watching the women's and promoting the women's game. So, well done, all of you. And like I say, once again, a massive shout out to Aiden uh, from training all the way on a bank holiday weekend. Well done, fella. Top, top man. Right. Okay. So, uh, Dave said just before we go, and we've got beer of the week coming up in a few, uh, in about a minute or so's time, Holsey. I do promise you. Dave says, what about Jamal Lowe Pidge? Oh, look, fantastic player, mate. Um, you mentioned him last week. Or Billy Sharp, Charlie Austin. David McGoldrick. Um, Caroline says, I agree with Darren uh, with the late substitution. Serves no purpose not to give the incoming player time to settle and get the pace of the game. Uh, Greg saying the right the right wing back from Forest Green went to Bristol City and he was hardly played for which suggests to me that he isn't ready for the championship. His name is Kane Wilson. Uh, Kane Wilson. Uh, Halsey, um, uh, Gross, uh, Gross Never Vale uh, used to be the home ground of Ricelip Manor back in the 1970s. I used to walk down and watch the games when I was in the early, in my early teens before I started going to Watford. Uh, he says you should get uh, Cinder's one on every week. He's a top geezer we put out again. Yeah, no, Moves is going to enlighten me into that um, little code um, that you um, young boys have got. So, um, and Elliot, just shout out Elliot's comment just before we went to Moves. He said you should be giving Ngakia a chance. Um, yeah, look, I, I totally agree, mate, because uh, really, um, yeah, we should be certainly should be giving it, certainly should be giving them um, players like him a chance. But, um, yeah, Darren, you got your beer ready, mate? It's, it's a wine again, if that's all right, mate. Cool. That makes me laugh every time, mate. Uh, what have we got here? This is called Long Shot. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from the Napa Valley, and it is really, really tasty, actually. So, uh, yeah, Long Shot, a Cabernet Sauvignon from the Napa Valley. Goes down rather nice, got to say. Really good. Nice, mate. Nice, mate. There you go, Holsey. I told you it was going to happen, and it de definitely did, mate. Uh, Moves is a top bloke, shared a few beers with him in recent weeks. Yeah, no, 100%, mate, I'll echo that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Right, okay, um, right, we're going to go um, now, but just got to confirm tomorrow night, it was confirmed during the podcast, actually, so I was looking like up and down, up and down onto my computer. We've got, um, once again, um, he came a couple of years ago, on a couple of years ago, we've got him again, um, Middlesbrough women's um, head coach and also um, Borough legend Andy Johnson, is um, coming on the show tomorrow night. We'll be previewing with him the game on Tuesday night, obviously at the Vic between Watford and Borough. So we have Andy Johnson, um, Borough and Cardiff legend on uh, tomorrow night. That's eight o'clock. So we'll be fl um, flying out the uh, link to that. Um, short, uh, why now we're talking, that's Caroline. 
I like the trawler man jumper, nice Vino too. Uh, yeah, the jumper jumper's better than the uh, wine, I think, definitely. But um, yeah, so we're off, guys and girls. Um, thank you ever so much. Um, as always, um, you've been beautiful. We've been TMA. Uh, it's good night, good night from that man. And that man over there. Right, okay, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. <laughs>